what it is, yo. What's up? This is your Real Talk Sports, Deontay Smith. Kagan's back once again with Week 8 Rankings. We're going to uh, remember, guys, the rankings are based on our league scoring and our academy. Gridiron League, I am the reigning champion in, and I am 5-2 and two right now on my way. Never mind. Uh, we usually would take time to rag on Clint's team, but we had some scheduling issues with the uh, with aligning our schedules. So we do have the rankings from Kagan, and you're going to have my two cents on some starts, some sits for the week eight games. Peace. How's it going, Tay, man? Again, appreciate you having me. Uh, you know, I appreciate doing the quarterback segment with you uh, and the rankings. So uh, we'll hop right in, man. Uh, looking at the quarterback draft results from last week i went uh seven and four and you went five and six so i made up a little ground on you i'm at 50 and 46 for the year you're at 50 and 53 and 45 on the year uh i went three and one head to head against you uh and got a surprise uh back with jimmy g i didn't know if he was going to play or not when we did the qb uh talk last week so he ended up playing Got a loss out of them, but I got a win out of Wentz, so not too mad about it. I was hoping to get that Wentz win without the loss, but it is what it is. Uh, This week we have six matchups. If Baker plays, if Baker doesn't play, we only have five. Uh, And then we could potentially still either have six or seven if Tyrod Taylor plays for you. Uh, so I'd have Ryan and Darn against Darnold, Tua against Allen, Big Ben against Baker if he plays, Herbert against Mac Jones, Dak against Cousins, Daniel Jones against Mahomes, and then Stafford against Tyrod Taylor if he plays. Uh, so 50 and 46 for me again, 53 and 45 for Tay. Uh, only three win difference separating us, one loss difference. Uh, you know, looking at some injuries, you lost Fitzpatrick after game one. He went 0-1 for you. Lost Tyra Taylor after two. He went 1-1 one one for you. So, you know, maybe you can get him back, maybe get a couple wins out of him. Uh, Zach Wilson, for me, went down last week. He was 1-5. That actually might save me some losses going forward. Uh, and then Russell Wilson, who was only 2-3 and three before he got hurt. Hopefully he can come back and give me some wins. Uh, but been really, you know, I've been really impressed. I think... Uh, we grabbed some guys in the right spot. Uh, I think we uh, got some surprises from some guys. We got down lower in some spots. Uh, you know, looking at your team, uh, you know, you went Mahomes first, three and four. Probably a little disappointed in that, I would imagine. Uh, he hasn't looked too great the past few weeks, but, you know, I got a feeling they'll course correct that, and I don't think you have much to worry about. Uh Got a really good deal out of Murray, who's sitting at 7-0. and uh, You know, only undefeated quarterback left. You got Rodgers, 6-1. and one. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, those were probably your first three picks. If not your first three, they were definitely up there. Um, you know, Josh Allen might have been within that group. He was 4-2. and two, So, you know, looking really solid for you at the top of your draft. Uh, for me, I know I went uh, Brady first. Uh, went Stafford uh, up there, went Herbert up there. I think I uh, went uh, Tannehill up there a little bit too. Uh, Tannehill's five and two for me. Brady six and one, really good for me. Stafford six and one, doing really good for me. Dak is five and one. They had the bye, so 
Uh, hopefully he'll get to that six and one mark. Herbert's four and two. Um, you know, some surprises for you started off. Uh, you had Sam Darnold three and zero. Oh. Uh, that was a pretty good surprise. He's kind of falling off now. He's sitting at three and four. Uh, Burrow's pretty good surprise. You got him. Uh, second to last, you went Burrow. I went Lawrence. That was our last two picks. Burrow's sitting at five and two. Lawrence is sitting at one and five. Uh, so you know, as it stands, you know, Goff should have been our last pick, zero and seven. Uh, so uh, I'll take Lawrence one and five as the last pick over Goff zero and seven. Not mad about that. Um, you know, for me, I think some of my disappointments so far. Uh, you know. I got Jimmy G sitting at two and three. So, you know, didn't even play two games. I was expecting a little bit more out of him in San Francisco. Um, I was expecting, honestly, a little bit more out of Tua. I thought they could be a nine, eight to nine win team. Uh, he lost three games already. Uh, plus, he missed three games. So, uh, only got one win out of him. I'm a little disappointed in that pick. Uh, but some of my other guys, you know, Lawrence one and five, I expected that. Zach Wilson one and five, I expected that. Russell Wilson disappointment two and three. I took him kind of early, if I don't, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But you know, got some pretty decent surprises. Uh, three and three for Ryan. Uh, three and three for Big Ben. Five and two for Tannehill. I'm happy with that, man. Uh, so, and looking at your end, Derek Carr five and two. Uh, you know. Uh, Cousins three and three. These are all you know, not bad. Baker three and three. I don't know how you feel about that. Fifty fifty maybe. Uh, Wentz three and four is about what I expected. Winston, Jameis Winston four and two is about what I expected. And again, I got those early starts out of fields. He's two and three, so you know I expected maybe four, three to four wins out of him. Drafted him pretty late, so to get two already, it's a pretty good deal for me. Uh, moving on. Uh, looking at QB results uh, for my rankings, quarterback results from last week. Uh, had a pretty good week across the board. Uh, you know, we spoke earlier in the week, and I unfortunately uh, did not uh, get ESPN's rankings. So I don't know how they finished. I'm a little disappointed in that because I had one of my best weeks across the board. Uh, and I would have loved to have seen where ESPN finished out. So, I, you know, I don't know how many listeners we got out there or what listeners we have out there, but if you have any copies of uh, Week 7 ESPN PPR rankings and could figure out a way to get them to us, that would be great. Uh, that way we can maybe go back and check that out. I know he and I both look for them, and we couldn't find them in uh, browser history or anything like that when you go and type it in it automatically defaulted to this week so that's a bummer uh, not super mad about it but I would have loved to see how I matched up against them this week jumping in the quarterbacks I was minus 2.6 which was my best week yet followed up last week which was my uh, second best week I did minus 3.1 last week minus 2.6 I guess the bye weeks are helping me uh, you know, narrowing the field down a little bit. Last week, Allen, Dak, Herbert, and Cousins were out. All guys that are normally in my top ten. So, uh, you know, I guess the limited field helped me out. Uh, looking across the board, my biggest miss was Sam Darnold. 
Uh, he cost me 17 spots, and quite frankly, he's cost his spot in my top 15 rankings until he proves me otherwise. Uh, Mahomes cost me 17. Uh, you know, Mahomes is not going to lose that because he, he's he's going to be in there again. You know, he, he's Pat Mahomes. They're going to fix that. But outside of those two, minus 17 from Darnold and minus 17 from Mahomes, I didn't have a single one in double digits. Uh, I had eight eight picks within four, and I had one dead on. My one dead on was Taylor Haneke. I had him at 11. He finished at 11. Uh, but everyone else, uh, Kyler Murray minus seven, Jackson minus four, Rogers minus four, Stafford and Hurts plus three, Burrow plus six, minus five for Matt Ryan, minus seven for Tannehill, plus five for Brady, plus three for Wentz, plus one for Winston, plus three for Carr. So, man, that's that was pretty uh, pretty solid. Uh you know, if you you're using my uncredible resources and and football knowledge for your rankings, you probably did pretty decent in your uh, quarterbacks plays this week. So, I'm pretty proud of that. Uh moving on to running backs, uh had uh minus 7.5, which is my second best week. Last week I did a little better, had minus 5.0, but still minus 7.5 is pretty solid. Uh, another single digit, uh, you know, getting closer to that zero, trying to get as close as possible to zero, whether that's negative or positive. Again, for anyone maybe just jumping in, if it's negative, which I was, negative 7.5, that means I'm over-projecting people a little bit. Uh, if it's ever positive, that means I'm under-projecting and they're over-performing my projections. But uh, so, good way to look at my rankings and use them for your, your benefit. Uh, six running backs within uh four spots and zero dead on but uh six within four is pretty solid uh those six within four were henry uh jonathan taylor deandre swift uh leonard fournette cordero patterson and that that's it that's the uh six there so henry uh oh kamara sorry henry kamara taylor Swift, Fournette, and Patterson. Uh, outside of those, still some good weeks. Uh, you know, some good plays. I had uh, Damon Harris at 15. He finished at 4. Uh, I had Elijah Mitchell at 13. He finished at 8. Uh, so pretty close there. Connor I had at 9. He finished at 22. He cost me 13 spots. Still not terrible. I had Gibson at 11. He finished at 26. 15 spots. My biggest miss was Aaron Jones, who I had at two, uh, and he finished at 31, uh, 33, so he cost me 31 spots. That was my biggest miss. Outside of that, I probably would have been a little bit better, uh, maybe in that five range again, um, but still not bad. Uh, looking over at tight ends, I finished at minus 5.5, which is about where I've been all year. Uh, actually ended up being my third best week. Um but I had one dead on, and I had five within four. Uh, my one dead on was Kyle Pitts. I had him at two. He finished at two. Uh, and then uh, the five within four were Pitts, obviously, right there at zero. Uh, Gasecki I had at five. He finished at three. Uh, Hawkinson, I had at seven. He finished at 11. Henry, I had at eight. He finished at 12. And Evan Ingram, I had at 10. He finished at 13. So uh, my biggest miss was Mark Andrews and Noah Fant. Uh, had Andrews at 3, Fant at 4. 
Andrews finished at 19, Fant finished at 17, so that cost me 16 and 13 spots. But otherwise, uh, another good week. Uh, so, uh, save the best for last, wide receivers. Uh, man, I'm so, I'm so proud of these wide receiver numbers uh, this week. And like I said, I think this is what I'm most disappointed about not having ESPN's numbers for because this was my best week ever in wide receivers by a long shot. For our listeners out there who have been keeping up with this, first of all, thank you, and we appreciate you keeping up with us. Second of all, uh, if you, you've been keeping up, you know that I've been right around that 20 mark, 24, 23, 27, 24, 23, 23, um, all negative. This week I came in at minus 5.5 on wide receivers. That is big. Uh, hardest position to track, and the fact that I was only 5.5 spots uh, off on average, uh, you know, over projected a few guys by about five spots is great in my opinion. Uh, best week yet for me. I uh, had eight picks within four, which is my most by three. I've had five twice, but outside of that, you know, pretty low two, 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 four. Uh, and I had an eight this week, so uh, I was pretty happy about that. I still only had one dead on pick, uh, which is still my season high. Uh, that dead-on pick was Cooper Cup at number one. Had him at one. He finished at one. But running through these other eight that were within four, uh, Cup, uh, Devontae Adams, Jamar Chase, Hopkins, McLaurin, Marquise Brown, DK Metcalf, Robert Woods, and Jalen Waddle, all within four spots. Uh my biggest hurt this week was my guy, Calvin Ridley. I had him at three. He finished at 24. He cost me 21 spots. Uh, Tyreek Hill also cost me a good bit, 26 spots. And uh, Brandon Cooks, who's really suffering with quarterback play, cost me uh, 27 spots. Outside of those guys, uh, you know, looking at nine and nine. So A.J. Brown off by nine spots. Mike Evans off by nine spots. Uh, Sutton off by 13 spots, not terrible. Off by 10 spots on Chris Godwin. Uh, off by 6 spots on T. Higgins. So really, really good week across the board for me on uh, wide receivers. Uh, you know, my biggest surprise uh, was probably, uh, honestly, the Tyreek Hill and Ridley miss. Uh, you know, Atlanta hasn't really gotten Ridley involved very much early in the year, so... If you're like me and you drafted him in the first or second round, you're probably a little disappointed, but you got to stick with him, right? He's, he's wide receiver one. Maybe, you know, who knows? Pitts has had two solid weeks. He may become de facto receiver one, uh, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Jumping into rankings, uh, this week's rankings. Uh, by week this week is relatively small. Got the Ravens and the Raiders, so... Uh, without Lamar Jackson and without Derek Carr, who in our scoring are sitting at QB3 and QB12. Carr's been in and out of my rankings. Jackson has been in every single one of my rankings. So I'm going to see uh, how the week shapes up without those guys. Uh, but jumping right in, uh, number one, I have uh, Josh Allen. Uh, number two, Tom Brady. Three, Dak Prescott. Four, Patrick Mahomes. Five, Aaron Rodgers. Six, Herbert. Seven, Hertz. 
Uh, 8, Murray, 9, Cousins, 10, Stafford, 11, Daniel Jones, 12, Joe Burrow, 13, Wentz, 14, Teddy Bridgewater, 15, Jameis Winston. Uh, some honorable mentions of mine were uh, Matt Ryan and Trevor Lawrence. Uh, you know, just looking at uh, this week, uh, some guys I really wanted to touch on uh, are... Uh, Mahomes, you know, I kind of briefly talked about it. Uh, dropped him down to four, uh, which isn't a big drop. Uh, they have the Giants this week, who uh, I think are pretty beatable through the air. Um, you know, definitely not the worst uh, defense in the league, but not one of the better ones. Uh, you know, I think uh, it's a good get right game for them. They're about middle of the road, I think, 243 yards per game. Uh, but, you know, these guys, they got to get going here. If not, we're going to see a lot more question marks about this Kansas City team. So I think this is a good week for them to get right. Um, moving on, uh, another guy I want to talk about, uh, Matthew Stafford. Man, Stafford has been on fire. Uh, past two weeks, he's finished two uh, and five in our scoring. QB two last week, QB five the week before. Um, this week, he's going up against Houston which uh, seems like a great matchup, but they're really only giving up 246.3 yards per game, and a lot of that's to do with game flow. Uh, so I look for this to be a heavy Henderson day. Uh, still Stafford, a top 10 play in my opinion, could potentially finish more, uh, but you know I think he's going to do all his damage early. They'll start running the ball, kill some clock. Maybe he'll pass later or on critical down, so he's still going to get some yardage for you. He's still going to get some touchdowns, uh, but... You know, don't be surprised if he has a lower a lower week uh, than normal as the number three leader in the league in passing yards might be a little down week for him. So uh, don't be surprised if that happens, but uh, still. Uh, another, another one I want to talk about here is Wentz. Uh, I have Wentz at 13 this week against the Titans. Uh, the Titans are like seventh in the league or something like that. One, two, three. Ninth in the league, giving up 273 yards per game uh, passing. And Wentz has looked impressive the past few weeks. He's played a lot better. Uh, I think he's finally starting to get healthy, so that's helped him. Uh, and I think this is a you know a critical showdown in this division. You know, one of these two teams is going to win the division. If Wentz can stay healthy, this offense gets going, and that defense starts playing like it was last year, they could potentially push the Titans for that division. Uh, and this game's going to go a long way as far as winning that head-to-head. -head. So I look for this one to be a pretty good game. Uh, and I give Wentz the edge just a little bit because I think that defense is a little bit better uh, against the pass than the, uh, uh, with the Colts uh, only giving up 240 a game versus uh, the Titans giving up 270. So I uh, really like Wentz this week. Uh, another guy, um, you know, you guys might be looking at me like I'm crazy sitting there with Aaron Rodgers at five. Um, look, this offense still goes through Rodgers. Do I think they're going to be run heavy this week? Yes. Um, but I think they're going to still do a lot of those, you know, quick screen passes to Aaron Jones, the little flip passes on the sweeper verses that still count as a pass for Rodgers, which I hate. Uh, but still, it counts for him. So I, I think he's going to get yards. I think he's going to have the better fantasy impact, uh, which is why I have Murray at eight compared to Rodgers at five. You know, he's 
it's going to be a Randall Cobb, Aaron Jones show. Robert Tanyan, I look for him to get involved. But, uh, you know, this is this is what Rodgers has been complaining about with Green Bay. He needs help. Uh, you know, we're without Adams. He's without Lazard. He's without all these guys. And he's got no one to throw to, no one trustworthy to throw to. So, um, you know, it's a big problem for them. But I still expect him to go in and have some yards. Uh, you know, it could be a rushing week for him. He could get some goal line carries himself, rush, sneak some in. Uh, so, overall, I think it'll be a good week. Um, Josh Allen, by far, has the best matchup against the Dolphins. Dolphins giving up 297 to the quarterback, passing yards per game. So, uh, total 414 yards per game. So, it's a good week uh, for Allen to finish at the top. Uh, I like Tom Brady and against New Orleans. Uh, no, New Orleans defense is pretty good, but Tom Brady's just been really good this year. He's hard to bet against. Uh, you know, my honorable mentions: Trevor Lawrence. Uh, you know, Seattle's giving up 280 a game. They're without Russell Wilson. It, you know, I'm not saying Jacksonville's going to go in and beat Seattle. I don't. You know, I don't think that'll happen. But don't be surprised if we get some good fantasy impact from uh, that team. You know, so. Uh, you know, pretty good week. Uh, Hurts against Detroit. I like that. Cousins and Prescott. Potential shootout matchup. I like that. Daniel Jones is one to watch. I have him at 11. Uh, the Chiefs giving up four rushing touchdowns to the quarterback and 241 yards. So uh, Danny Dimes might be able to get it done with his legs this week. So, uh, you know, also Chiefs have not been great against the pass. Uh, they're giving up 275 a game. They've given up, uh, I think, let's see, where are they at here? They've given up uh, 13 touchdowns, which is a pretty good bit. So we'll see. See how it goes. Uh, moving on to running backs. Uh, running backs this week, I have number one, Derrick Henry. Uh, still continuing to make me eat my preseason words about where he would finish as uh, running backs. Uh, I have Eckler at two. Uh, James Robinson making his way back uh, into my top five at three. Uh, DeAndre Swift at four. Dalvin Cook at five. Zeke at six. Henderson at seven. Kamara at eight. Mixon at nine. Ten. Uh, Taylor. Eleven. Aaron Jones. Twelve. Nick Chubb, that's assuming he plays. Uh, 13, I have Najee Harris. 14, Leonard Fournette. 15, uh, Damon Harris. Uh, honorable mentions, Cordero Patterson, Elijah Mitchell, and Damon Williams uh, for Kansas City, that is. Uh, I want to start off talking about uh, Derrick Henry here. Um, you know, Colts have been pretty decent. Throughout the first few games, not great. Uh, you know, definitely not playing as good as they were last year. Still giving up 111 rushing yards per game, 243. Uh, so puts them about middle of the road total defense versus last year. They were at, like, top of the line for defense. So, uh, you know, that offense goes to them. I think having A.J. Brown back looks healthy. Julio's still working his way back. Doesn't look completely 100% healthy, but he's at least getting snaps and playing uh, I think that just helps open up lanes for Henry even more. Uh, I was stupid to think he wouldn't be a top five running back this year. So, yeah, uh, eating those words. Uh, I like Eckler against New England. Uh, New England is not giving up very many rushing yards on the year, but, 
you know, if you're playing Austin Eckler, you're probably not playing him for his uh, rushing stats. You're playing him for PPR yards and catches. Uh, he's a pivotal, pivotal cog in the wheel for that passing game. Also, he gets a lot of goal line uh, targets, red zone targets. So I like him this week. That's the same reason I'm keeping Swift in my top five. Uh, look, if you're a Swift owner like me, you're probably stressed every week wondering what's going to happen, how the breakdown's going to be. Uh, but Swift is still, you know, he's still the lead dog there. Uh, he's getting a lot of the work compared to uh, Williams as far as in the passing game. So, uh, you know, he may be getting out-touched a little bit, maybe getting some less yards, but he's still the guy when the game's on the line, uh, and, and that's what I like about him. So I'm going to keep rolling him out there. His, his pass-catching abilities have been a huge boost for him. Uh, probably a little low for Cook. I have him at five. Uh, Dallas isn't terrible. Uh, you know, they're not great, uh, but uh, they're not terrible against the run. So, uh, they're giving up like 86.2 yards per game. Uh, so tough matchup for them here. Not, again, not great, but not terrible. Uh, just kind of tough. So I don't expect him to be in the top. Um, Damon Harris, past two weeks, finished as running back four and running back ten. I think the healthier he gets, uh, the more uh, they're going to use him. So I have him at 15 this week. Uh, they're going against the Chargers, who are the worst run defense in the league. They've given up 162 yards per game, uh, giving up eight touchdowns to the running back. Uh, so, you know, Pretty good week potential for Damon Harris here. Uh, he looks to be running away with the lead dog. Looks like he's gaining Belichick's trust more and more each week. Um, Kamara I have a little low. I have him at eight. Um, it has nothing to do with the Mark Ingram trade that got announced today. Uh, I did not know anything about that when I sat down and did uh, my rankings. Uh, it's got a, everything to do with Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay being the best run defense in the league, only giving up 67.4 yards uh, per rush, which honestly is probably about what Kamara is averaging. I hadn't looked at his average, but if I had to guess, he's probably not averaging that much on the ground. But his 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 key is also in the passing game. But uh, you know, and I might eat my words on this because he had a really good week last week. But I look for this to be a tough week running for him, so you're really going to have to depend on the pass uh, game for him to score for you this week, I think. Uh, Cordero Patterson, as hot as he's been, um, I don't have him in my top 15 this week, uh, and it's not uh, anything to do with him. I think he's going to be pretty heavily involved. Uh, the Carolina defense has slowed down a little bit. They've shown... Uh, a little bit that they can be ran against. So 110, I think, is what they're giving up per game. Still only 197 through the air, though. So uh, going to be, I think, a tough matchup for my Falcons this week. But that defense has not been playing as good as it could be or was early in the season. So not a bad matchup for them. I just didn't trust them this week. Uh, Nick Chubb at 12 could burn me. If he's not healthy, they could really split some carries between Darnest since he did really well last week. Uh, but... Uh, you know, not not terrible, not super terrified about it. Uh, another one I like is Joe Mixon against the Jets. Uh, the Jets have given up 
a lot of yards the past few weeks. Uh, so 479 uh, and a touchdown receiving to the running backs, and then 10 touchdowns, 683 yards uh, rushing. So, uh, you know, could be, be a tough week uh, for them. You know, they're not being able to start Flacco after they traded for him. Uh, look for the Bengals to get ahead early and rely on mixing a lot. So, could have a good week. Uh, moving on. Uh, moving on to tight end. Uh, a tight end this week. Actually probably getting hit a little harder than most of the other positions. You know, losing Darren Waller and Andrews. So, tight end 7 and Waller. Tight end 2 and Andrews. So, that's kind of a blow. Uh, if you're, you know, have one of those two guys and you're playing in a must-start tight end league, but hopefully I'm gonna give you a few guys here you could probably pick up and play in their absence. Not sure what your league's looking like, how deep it is, but uh, this week I got Hawkinson at one, uh, Kelsey at two, Goddard at three, Pitts at four, Schultz at five, Tanyan at six, Henry at seven, Fant at eight, nine at uh, nine, Jacecki. Uh, and 10, uh, Seals-Jones. So, uh, Seals-Jones has been looking pretty good the past few weeks. So, uh, put him in my top 10 this week. Again, you got Waller and Andrews out who are sitting at 7-2. and two. If, if Seals-Jones is in your available in your league, he, he might be a uh, surprise pickup here. So, so we'll see. Uh, you know, Tanyan... Uh, I really like Tanyan this week, especially with uh, Adams, MVS, and Lazard out. Uh, I know I touched earlier on um, Cobb and Jones a little bit, but Tanyan could be the real benefactor here. Um, you know, they're going against the Cardinals, which have had a pretty solid defense against the tight ends. But the Cardinals also went out uh, J.J. Watt, so we'll see how that plays out for them. Um, but looking at this week, one I really like, uh, Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry's been playing uh, and scoring really well. Uh, I really like him going back against his former team at the Chargers, who, uh, you know, could be a hype game for him. So I got him at seven, could potentially be a little bit better. So uh, we'll see how that goes, but I, I like him this week. Now, Hawkinson, he's got Philly. Uh, the Eagles have been the worst team against the tight end. They've given up six touchdowns, which is tied with the Texans and the Ravens. Uh, so, uh, pretty good matchup there for Hawkinson. He's, you know, the number one option in a passing offense that's been pretty meek so far uh, in Detroit. So, uh, Kelsey, I got down to two. Uh, you know, it's it's a lot to do with uh, the way they've looked. You know, I don't. I'm not going to say I don't trust him. He's still a must-play, but, uh, you know, the days of him being the de facto number one have have just kind of evaporated over the past couple weeks. Uh, I like Goddard, uh, especially now that he doesn't have to compete with Ertz for targets at the tight end spot. Um, You know, he's got a good matchup against Detroit. Uh, I think probably going to be one of the better games of the week, in my opinion. Um, uh, Getting Dalton Schultz back if you have him. Uh, he was on a bye last week in a game that could be a shootout between Minnesota and Dallas. I know they're getting Gallup back potentially, but I think Schultz has really solidified his role in that offense and his trust with Dak. So 
that's going to be an interesting matchup there. Um, and then, you know, like I said, touch based on Seals Jones. He's going against Denver, which is probably not the best matchup. But if you are a Waller or Andrews on your owner, he's a pretty good streamer. Uh, he's been scoring pretty well. Uh, and I think uh, his connection with uh, Taylor Henneke is uh, going to be pretty good, and especially with McLaurin questionable. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Jumping into wide receivers. Uh, wide receivers, uh, de facto number one, Cooper Cup. That man is balling. Uh, I saw today he's on pace to beat Calvin Johnson's record by one yard. Uh, I think he's a little over 800 on the year. Um, going against Houston, like I said, I think they could do their damage quick and early against Houston and then play ball, uh, you know, run some clock, run the ball. Uh, but, you know, Cup's number one, in my opinion, this week against a easy Houston team, whether they get Tyrod Taylor or not, uh, you know, giving up, uh, you know, a good bit. They, uh, they, they're beatable, <laughs> put it that way, <laughs> very easily. Um, number two, I have Justin Jefferson, uh, three, Hopkins, four, A.J. Brown, five, Debo Samuel, uh, six, Hill, Tyreek Hill, uh, seven, Jamar Chase, eight, uh, Diggs, 9, C.D. Lamb, 10, Deontay Johnson, 11, Keenan Allen, 12, Godwin, 13, McLaurin, uh, 14, Thielen, 15, Sutton, 16, Sanders, 17, Ridley, 18, Pittman, 19, Evans, 20, D.K. Uh, so, um, honorable mentions, I have Brandon Cooks. Uh, you know, he's still the lion, getting the lion's share of the targets there. Mills just hasn't been able to do anything with those targets. Uh, so he could potentially be boosted if Tyrod Taylor comes back. But right now, I think he's probably right outside the top 20 wide receiver with Mills. Uh, Robert Woods is an honorable mention. Don't have him in my top 20 this week just because, again, I think the game flow is going to be against the pass game for the Rams because I think they're going to be dominating that game. Uh, so uh, we'll see. Um, I have Jefferson at two. Um, I think the it's a good Good matchup against the Cowboys, who have been giving up a lot of yards through the air and what can be a potential shootout. I think Justin Jefferson and Thielen can both have good weeks this week. Um, Diggs against Miami. Uh, you know, that's a tough one. The Dolphins are giving up 1,384 yards to wide receivers this year and 10 touchdowns just to the wide receiver position. Uh, so, Diggs has kind of burned me a lot this year in my rankings, uh, but having him at eight, I feel pretty comfortable with that, him being a top ten receiver on the back end of that. Uh, so uh, also as bad as the Dolphins have been against wide receiver is why I have Emmanuel Sanders in my top 20 for the first time this year at 16. Uh, I think he's got a good week ahead of him coming up this week. He's been really improving in that offense and gaining that chemistry. So. Uh, I like that offense this week a lot uh, based on, you know, where I've had their wide receivers and, and where I have Allen ranked. Um, another guy I want to talk about uh, that I have is Pittman. Michael Pittman at 18. Like I said, Wentz has improved uh, his play. Uh, he's been playing a lot better. He's sort of establishing a connection with Pittman, uh, and I think T.Y. is still a little banged up. So I think Pittman's still number one. Uh, going against the Titans, who've also given up 10 touchdowns to the receiver position and given up 1,583 yards. So 
Uh, I look for this to be a good week for Colts pass catchers, specifically Pittman. Excuse me. Uh, so that one should be good. Uh, Deontay Johnson going up against the Browns. Uh, Browns are giving up nine uh, touchdowns to the wide receiver position. Deontay Johnson's clearly taken over as a number one receiver with Juju out. Probably would have done it even with Juju. Uh, so I look for them to have a good week. Um, and then a surprise uh, matchup uh, this week that I really like is uh, uh, Sutton. Uh, I have Sutton at 15. Um, Broncos play Washington, who's 1,433 yards and 11 touchdowns to the wide receiver position. So uh, Sutton, in my opinion, has looked healthier and healthier as the games have gone on uh, since he's been back. So uh, I think he's going to continue that. And I think they might get Judy back this week. Uh, Not 100% sure. Hadn't really looked. I thought he was eligible to come back this week. Uh, so he could potentially help out taking some of the load off Sutton. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I think uh, DK at 20 is probably the lowest I've had him all year. I know he's got a great matchup coming up against Jacksonville, but man, I, I just I don't trust Geno. Really don't trust Geno. You take away that 184 yard catch and a touchdown last week, and you know DK finishes with like four points if that. So. It's just tough to, to trust any kind of Seattle pass catchers right now, uh, which is why I also don't have Lockett or any mention of Lockett. If anyone is getting targets, I think it's going to be DK, but I just, you know, I don't know. I don't, like I said, I don't trust that offense. Drop Ridley down to 17. Um, you know, he just hasn't looked like the same Calvin Ridley last year. You know, I think we were expecting bigger things out of him as Falcons fans. He filled in so well last year when Julio was out, and we kind of expected that again. Uh, not maybe not analyzing the situation enough, but you know Carolina's a tough defense uh, against the pass. As bad as they've been playing, they're still only giving up 197 passing yards a game. Uh, and honestly, Pitt's emergence in the offense, I think, is kind of also hurting Ridley a little bit. Ridley's definitely getting the targets. I think he's had double-digit targets in it almost every game he's played, if not pretty close to it uh so he's gonna get the targets it's just they haven't been able to turn those targets into anything yet so and i think this is a tough week for him to do that uh jamar chase wide receiver one my guy uh the jets are surprisingly a little bit better against the pass than they are the run so uh i have him at seven uh this week uh he's my guy Man, he's he's balling out, I think, for sure. He's got Rookie of the Year locked up if he keeps this pace going. So I really like him. I like A.J. Brown's healthy, uh, looks like. Uh, he's got a good matchup against the Colts, giving up 11 touchdowns to the wide receiver. So juicy matchup there. I think that's going to be one of the better games of the week as well. Uh, so uh, other than that, that's all I got. Uh, I appreciate you having me today. Thank you for the time, man. Uh, and uh, looking forward to watching some games this weekend and tonight.